1: The Kings of Saskatchewan Sports Talk. This is
0: the Sports Cage on 620 CKRM. Welcome back inside the Sports Cage on this Friday for Nelson Homes, supplying home packages and RTMs for over 65 years. Barney Shankarek, Brandon Bosler, we're down at the 2024 Montana's Briar here. At the Brandt Center. Well, we're kind of in the link. What would you call this? The link? <laughs> I don't know. It's <laughs> the, the way to the patch. That's what I call it. It is the, the way to the patch. We're right by the Saskatchewan Sports Hall of Fame uh, trailer. Nice little setup. Things starting to get super exciting down here. Draw one tonight at 6 p.m saskatchewan taking on pei pei mike McEwen's rank hey if you're just joining us and you want to win some tickets to draw 17 on thursday that's the 2 p.m draw on thursday getting some really good messages to the capital ford lincoln text line 936-6262-306-936-6262 tell us why you want to go Why do you want to go to the briar? Who do you want to take? Leave your name with your number as well. All right. We talked WHL earlier in the show. The Pats are in Portland tonight. Moose Jaws in Everett, Lethbridge in Saskatoon. Saskatoon's on a bit of a schneid. And then Prince Albert traveling into Brandon, joining us on the Western Pizza hotline right now. Perfect pizza, generous amount of toppings, plus Greek food like suvalaki, ribs, salads, and all the goodness you can't make at home. Call Western Pizza tonight. Curtis Hunt from the Prince Albert Raiders joining us. Huntsy, did I make you hungry there with that Western Pizza read? (laughs)
1: I got to admit I do like that high stack of uh, high society that they top it with.
0: <laughs> see the beauty part is you still you still live halftime in Regina. You're an NOD guy, you're just around the corner from me, so you probably frequent that Rochdale Western Pizza from time to time. But let's get down to business here. You guys uh, you know a couple of big games this week and not a lot of not a lot of hockey left. And you guys are you know jostling in the standings. Obviously, I think we're gonna make the playoffs. Nothing's guaranteed though. Um, see if you assess the the season from your point of view are you happy are you you know it's been okay where do you land with this
1: well i it's, it's hard to assess the season you know it's such an emotional roller coaster i the one thing i've done since probably november which i rarely do is i've been scoreboard watching and and like i've even said to myself before christmas this is ridiculous to be worried about what, what regina was doing or calgary or brandon at the time uh you know even then Swift current was kind of in a funk but um you know there's always those games we've had a few where last three minutes uh things have come apart yet more recently we've probably been on the good side of those last three minutes where we we found ways to get points or get two points so it's It's been, we are where I thought we'd be. I thought we were a contender to get in the postseason. I'm a believer that once you're in, anything can happen. Um, you know, that's why you play the games. And uh, our guys are playing with a lot of swagger right now. You you said tough weekend. We've got Brandon tonight. We're right behind and Lethbridge tomorrow back at home with a possible snowstorm drive and, and uh, <laughs> the team that's chasing us as well. So it's pretty important for us.
2: Yeah, obviously, I was going to mention uh, two huge games. You kind of you kind of went into that, but going into Brandon tonight, I think you guys played them and got the better of them last uh, last weekend. It's uh, does it feel kind of like you know playoff hockey for you guys down the stretch here? Ten games left. It's uh, like every night is, is just so important, right?
1: Well, last weekend we had Brandon Thursday, and they slipped into Saskatoon. Friday and came back to Prince Albert on Saturday, and, and both our games, uh, we split one and one, were a playoff. It was gritty, it was in-your-face, there was a little extracurricular, a uh, couple teams that really didn't like each other. Um, we had great attendance in both nights, and the fans were into it. Uh, um, and it, it's it's we expect that tonight. It's a hostile environment in Brandon as well. I think they're a tough building to play in as is ours and and uh, but we've been in this spot for a while and you know you're in the playoffs out and we've been playing playoff type hockey for a while and like I mentioned the guys are playing with some swagger we're confident yet hopefully we remain humble and, and just take care of business here.
2: I know you're you're in charge of the hockey operations, but obviously, um, you know, for a community like Prince Albert, how important is it to the bottom line and to the community to get into the playoffs and and get a couple of uh, playoff gates and a full Art Art Hauser Center?
1: Well, we budget you know we budget for regular season but uh, in a small community when you know if you get a bad night or a bad weather in a, in a smaller building you can't make up for those missed dates so you know I wouldn't say we absolutely rely on it but uh, it's certainly a nice healthy bonus for the club when we get in I, it's the community of Prince Albert is I, I think very well knowledgeable about our club there we've got a little raider frenzy every now and again in terms of uh, the demand for Tickets uh, and uh, the playoffs is is with the game itself. It ramps up that energy, and if, if we can find a way to get in and then find a way to to get through uh it gets pretty exciting off the ice but certainly uh it's good for the coffers as well
0: you know quickly i i don't know how much you want to talk about other teams but that eastern conference man and i said it you know when i was hosting the show probably about a month ago how great it would be to see as many saskatchewan teams in the postseason the blades solid team what ripplinger's done in moose jaw and how they're built and then swifty loading up at the deadline as well like the eastern conference no slouch huntsy and you've been around the whl a long time is it is it one of the stronger conferences that you've seen in a while
1: well certainly this year and and you know the challenge it doesn't matter where you go um Every team is well coached. Every team is prepared. Every night, um, as I mentioned, it, it was it was a little bit uh, gritty and playoffy, edgy against Brandon. It's been that way when we play Regina. It's been that way when well Saskatoon's an actual rivalry. We every time we play them, Moose Jaw's been a little snottier than usual. Or at least our games with them, and it's. I think that's what's great for our fans. And uh, that's what's great about junior hockey is we have tremendous parity, regardless of the fact that we have small markets in our province. Yeah. Our, our fans are passionate. Um, our fans give us great support. And then our, our teams are all very competitive. And unfortunately, we're going to get in the first round here and and uh, some might not make it. And uh, you know some are going to get dropped out quicker than we would
0: like. You know, Sloan that. Stanek Sloan Stanek leading your team in scoring, um, you know, 76 points. If is there one guy on the team and I, I know you don't like singling out guys, but is there one one guy on the team that, you know, over the last little bit here has just upped his game and kind of playing that playoff type hockey that you need for the for the Raiders?
1: Well, I probably like uh you brought up Stan, so I'll talk about Stanny as a he, he's a game breaker. Um, I think his offensive game has taken off. We're really hoping he gets himself an opportunity uh, at the next level uh, come the fall of 2024. But uh, probably for us, the key would be Max Hildebrand. Hilti's taken just incredible strides with his numbers from a year ago. He's you know, he's up over 40 points in save percentage. His goals against is, is down over a goal. He's won us game single-handedly. His, his compete level is, is off the charts. Uh, and every time he plays, he gives us a chance to win. And um, so, he, you know, he's probably the guy, um, if I had to single out um, a single player, he yeah. would be healthy in that regard sir.
0: Well, I know, uh, you know, I know with, with Mapes and Sizzo and, and all the PA connections, uh, I got a soft spot for what you guys are doing up there. I hope you make it in the playoffs. I hope, we, I hope we get to see some milk milk crate games or that place is so packed. If people have never been up there in, in a packed art house center, you know what that means. Huntsie, best of luck tonight. Best of luck on the weekend. And uh, we'll see you at, uh, Be- at Western Pizza on Rochdale soon.
1: Right on, guys. Thanks. Have a great day, and appreciate you reaching out to Prince
0: Albert. Yeah, yeah. Curtis, Sain, general manager of the Prince Albert Raiders on the Western Pizza Hotline. You know, you you did the you did the in stand announcing for the Regina <laughs> Pats for for a lot of years. Too were, many. Yeah, yeah. You were you know lucky enough to do it. Actually, though, let's be honest. Those runs mm-hmm. with Seattle and then the Memorial Cup. That was exciting, hockey. You know, if we're going to be realistic, we're probably not going to see playoff hockey in the Brandt Center this year. But down the road, you got Moose Jaw, you got Swift, you got Prince Albert. Saskatoon looks so, so good. Um, you know, Western Hockey League playoffs, how much have you followed? What are you thinking is... As things get in here to the last 10 games
2: You know, I got a soft spot for the Blades This year, I really hope they can make a run Shout out to uh, Les Lazarick, Voice of the Blades, he needs a WHL Championship, that's uh, That's what I'd love to see, but man Just want to see Saskatoon pack that Place, Uh, SaskTel Center deserves to be full, they've got an incredible Team, so uh, Moose Jaw Like you mentioned as well, Swift Current uh, No slouch, somebody was Saying that Moose Jaw, like They've got four guys that played in the for Canada and the World Juniors with the trades and stuff they made. So mm. crazy how good Moose Jaw is, and uh, you know between them and Saskatoon, wouldn't that be a great Eastern Conference uh, final? I what I've heard, and we had we had rips on Jason Rippling around
0: the program a couple weeks ago, and he didn't want to go into that. But I heard from another WHL coach that Moose Jaw. Is built for the playoffs. Like they got that extra grit. That might be a thing that Saskatoon's lacking is that grit. If they got to go seven, you know, the second round goes a little deep. Swift Current is is a real interesting one for me, and that I, we both have soft spots to Swiftie because <laughs> we both worked in Swift Current as well. Um, I'm very curious to I think that first round matchup and. Who Who is going to... It's just like the Edmonton Oilers, right? The Oilers got to play seven games against the Los Angeles Kings. Like, it's just been so hard. What teams meet in that first round of the WHL is going to be so interesting. But like you said, Saskatoon... So
2: much skill on the ice. Did you hear tonight it's the Berries? The Berries. The berries. I love that, by the way. The Saskatoon Berries baseball team, there's been some criticism to that name and people thinking it's kind of, I don't know, immature or, or it's childish awesome. or whatever. I think it's incredible. It's awesome. I think it is uh, awesome. Like, yeah. kudos to that ownership group for... Uh the name and the logo and the mascot, Berry, and uh, I love it. I think it's fantastic. <laughs> they are, uh, if you, if you're just new to the,
0: new to what the heck we're talking about here, the Saskatoon Berries are the new baseball team, in the uh, Western Professional League. Western,
2: was, yeah. Western they League. changed it a couple years ago. Western Canadian.
0: Regina there. Red Sox. You know, you got Swifty in there, and the uh, the Berries are the new team. Owned by the same ownership group of the Saskatoon Blades, so tonight in Saskatoon, it's like Saskatoon Berry Night. So the Blades got these special jerseys. I, I, I really, it's it's awesome. Their mascot uh, at center ice. You see the picture, and I from what I heard is the lower bowl is sold out tonight in Saskatoon. The old SaskTel Centre is going to be buzzing. The uh, the O 16s will be flowing. Hopefully they clean the lines recently because you always get caught at one of those concessions with a few sneaky, sneaky lines. But the Blades, though, they're o, they're 0-3 o in their last three. So that's a problem for the Saskatoon Blades. They got Lethbridge in town tonight. Uh, Swift Current, they are... In action, Swifty is in Red Deer. Only two points separate these guys in the standings. Swift leads in the fourth spot. And then the Regina Pats are in Portland. Pats 0-4 on the U.S. road trip. Really, really, you know, tough start to that trip. And then they just haven't been able to gain any traction. And Portland is the top team in the Western Conference. So tough one. Moose Jaw, they're in Everett. They're coming off a 4-3 win against Portland. This Atlee Calvert, 17 game point streak for the Moose Jaw Warriors. Have you seen, have your eyeballs seen the. I don't think
2: I've seen, saw the Warriors yet this year. uh, I've only been to a handful of Pats games. I'm not going to lie. I need to get to some uh, down the stretch. The one thing that uh, I've been told is that uh, Moose Jaw, like you mentioned, incredible team. One thing that uh, is going to have to step up is their goaltending. So we'll see how that. Holds up here down the stretch in the Western Hockey League playoffs. But it's an amazing, amazing time of the year. Three weeks left in the uh, regular season. And, uh, yeah, that first round of playoffs is just fantastic.
0: Quickly, before we go to break, let's talk a little bit of NHL and trades. we got Tanev move into Dallas. I think that was uh, – Dallas just could make that happen mm-hmm. quicker than anyone else. And then Ilya – Labushkin, go- great name. Yeah, <laughs> going to the Toronto Maple Leafs yesterday. They needed a right-handed shot, kind of stay-at-home demon. I don't know if this moves the needle enough for Toronto, but they, at least they're trying to do something. Yeah,
2: I don't think it cost him much. Like his salary, I think was seventy-five percent retained, yeah. and obviously he—they said he's less than minimum salary now with that. So uh, Giordano got hurt last night for the Leafs. So kind of I uh, plug this guy in here and and see how. Uh, <laughs> How that goes, but yeah, I'm interested. You mentioned Tanev with Calgary. My, I'm an Oiler fan, but I've got my eyes on Calgary to see what they do. Uh, obviously, Noah Hannafin is a guy they're probably going to move. He's got the no trade uh, yeah protection. That sounds like he wants to go to a team, uh, like he wants to go to a team where he's going to sign long term, which they're talking Tampa Bay uh, or somewhere like that. And then Markstrom, right? Like, do they hang on to Markstrom or do they blow things up in Calgary? It's it's what Cal you know, Maz hosted a couple
0: weeks ago and it's what Calgary does. They they don't make the right moves and then they they just get in or they miss it and then they don't get anything back for these guys. It's like just trade them. Just do the right thing. Get whatever you can for them. But I think uh Hannafin, he's going to be the guy. And and the Flames could get something solid back here. McNally, over to you. What what do you think of that Leafs trade? I love it because that is a defenseman that uh, the Leafs have been missing. Just a physical, gritty guy that hits everything that moves kind of defenseman. And uh, oh, I, I really like Ilya Lubushkin. I was really hoping we were going to get him back uh, because we traded for him uh, earlier. Couldn't re-sign him. So now that he's back in Leafs colors, oh, it's. I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing him back uh, with the Leafs. That is that is your delusional Leafs uh, part of the program for O uh, sixteen and the Briar Patch down here. No, I uh, I love it, McNally. Hey, you wear your heart on your sleeve for the Leafs. Yeah, I, Oilers don't do much. Hey? They they
2: have to add somebody. They have to, they're not going to do anything in goal. They're going to ride with what they have, trying to improve the team around. Another defenseman would be nice, and there is talk like they're going to. Their first uh, first round pick is in play. They're still targeting a guy like Jake Gensel from Pittsburgh, is what the experts are saying, or uh, Bushnevich from that. St. Louis, or Tarasenko from uh, Ottawa. They're going to do something. Oilers are going to make a run. Delusional Oiler fan update. All right, coast to
0: coast uh, coming up next week. I, wanna, I can't wait to get Arash Madani's take on the Leafs' trades. Now time for the clutch performer. And we'll move it across Raquel wide.
1: Alexiak to the boards. Held in by Carlson. Nice play. Raquel. Crosby denied by Grubauer.
0: That is it for Nick's service in Emerald Park, your local Massey Ferguson challenger, Rogainer, Gleaner, and Fent dealer. Call 781-1077. Your Nick's service clutch performer last night, Philip Grubauer, in net for the Seattle Kraken. 33 saves, stopping all of them, shutting out the
2: Pittsburgh Penguins. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you got to like what the Kraken did last year. Yeah, another interesting team. See what they do with some of their guys as well. Maybe Ebb's Regina Boy will be on the move here at the deadline. Very, very cool. All
0: right, we are another hour in the books. When we come back, we are going to be talking Briar, and we're going to be talking Briar gambling. See where you can sprinkle on. You are listening to the Sports Cage live from the 2024 Montana's Briar on the home of sports in Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM.